Welcome to another episode of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you. This is episode 46, and we just keep getting higher and higher uh, with these numbers. So thank you, everybody, for listening to us and subscribing on iTunes and Google Play, which is free. We really appreciate it. Now, before we jump into the artist that's here with us for episode 46, I am not joined with my co-pilot, co-host uh brandon so uh where is brandon is is maybe what you're wondering i'm wondering the same damn thing so hey if you want to find out tweet him at b rob spin you can tweet me at av gargaro and of course spinning thoughts at spin thoughts and um while you're at it you're going to want to add another twitter handle to that list uh let's uh welcome from at water me down um, we've got Johnny from Water Me Down here for episode 46. Johnny, what up, bro? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing really great, man. Um, you know, the weekend was just here, uh, for those who celebrated Easter. It was, it was pretty decent, um, up here on the East Coast in Pennsylvania. And well, as close to the East Coast as I feel. Um, what was it like for you, man? How was your weekend? How are things going? Uh, it was really great. Um, I just pretty much worked. Like, oh, okay. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. I like um, I got off a 15-hour bus from Washington D.C. because I uh, just finished playing shows with Normal State. So you had a lot of traveling. I, I remember you and I were talking via email over the weekend. It seemed like uh, it was a pretty crazy time. Yeah, for sure. Did you catch up on some sleep? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I slept till 3 o'clock today. It felt really good. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad to hear it, man. I actually just woke up from a little um, sl- uh, slumber myself, um, and I'm feeling super energized with um, some beer and whiskey beside me as well, too. Um, now, Johnny, we're going to dive into things because there's a few topics I'd like for us to cover while we're together here um, with this beautiful episode 46 here on Spinning Thoughts. So you just finished a string of tour dates in March, and a few here in April. So talk to me about how that's all been going for you. It's been really cool. Um, I've been playing with my, uh, my my dear friend Jed, who's been playing drums with me. And it's been, like, really cool to be able to play, like, uh, not only, like, the old songs and the new songs uh, as a full band as opposed to just me for, for a change. It's really awesome. Now, um, you said Judd is his name, right? Jed, J-E-D. Jed. Gotcha, Jed. All right, cool. So, you know, I actually had a question for you here, Johnny, um, and, and you, you just led me to it right away. So, um, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Water Me Down is essentially your solo project, right? Yeah, now, um, sure. So how do, you, how do you approach bringing in other musicians or artists for touring purposes, to fill the gaps on the other instruments. You kind of referenced Jed there. 
talk to me more about the dynamic that you have for your live shows, uh, touring, things like that. Well, actually, um, when this project started, um, me and Jed were in high school together, and uh, we had the same piano class. So, like, it started with, like, me, like, just randomly recording songs and then, like, showing him in piano class to, like, us for, like, the first few shows that we ever played, actually being, like, like a full band with, like, Jed behind drums. So for him to be playing drums now, it's kind of, like, uh, like, back to where it all started. It feels really good. Do you bring um, anybody else with you? Is there anybody else? Here? Like, do you have bass that jumps in or anything else? Um, well, we had, uh, who also was in our piano class, Corey, who plays bass. And uh, when we did the tour, I uh, actually linked up my uh, my guitar through a bass amp. It's wow. like a bass amp that my, yeah, my, my, uh, my granddad uh, lent it down to me and it was like really awesome and like sentimental and important to be able to play it on. And uh, being able to like play through a bass amp, it kind of like, like drove the guitar a little bit deeper and like right. fuller. Right. And like, yeah. And when I was writing like pretty much everything, like the, the, the EP and the album that I did with Equal Vision, like it was all in mind with like, like performing as a two piece because before, those were recorded. It was just me, right. Jed, as a two-piece band. So you're saying that um, when you signed with Equal Vision, uh, which we're, we're going to chat about that in a moment, um, it was you and Jed in the band, with, and that was kind of the direction of uh, the band at the time? Yeah, for sure. And then like we like parted our ways, but now we're back together, and it feels awesome. Who parted ways, you and Jed? Yeah, for okay. sure. We, like, I don't know. It was, like, we were, like, both in different, like, places in our lives. Do you see yourself bringing in anybody else to this band in the near future? I'm just curious to see the dynamic that you've built. Oh, for sure. And, no, I, like, would love to, like, bring in a lot more, for sure. I, uh, I don't know. I've always been inclusive, like, with the people that are close to me, like, it's, like, been, like, kind of, like, blueprint ideas by me, but I always try to include, like, as many friends and uh, close people to me in the music, for sure. From my experience, Johnny, of talking to uh, artists and, and members in bands, um, this this next question, a lot of bands don't really like, um, <laughs> and I'm not trying to scare you, it's really an easy one, but, um, and I'm not really asking the question other than because of my curiosity behind this being kind of like a solo project. I mean, you are the face of the band. When you decided to name the band Water Me Down, um, why did you not go with just your name? Why Why did you choose the name? Why did you choose it to be in all capitals? I'm just, it, it's an interesting approach um, to a band name. Is there any insight you can provide? I don't know. I just like never really vibed with like, a lot of people that just uh, put up their name. I do in, in certain ways with different uh, people, but like, I don't know. It's just like a, like a whole ego thing to me. And basically I, I started the project name just 
not really knowing what I was going to do with it. Like everything that's happened, I was just kind of surprised by with every step of the way. Yeah. And um, it's been like an awesome ride for sure. But uh, the name was just so random. And it was like one of those kind of things where you're like in a room somewhere and you're just like, ha ha, water me down. <laughs> that'd be a cool band name, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so cool. And I'm ta- honestly, um, and I say this from time to time because I want the listeners to know that any band that's on Spinning Thoughts, I personally have to really, really, really like. There's so many bands out there. Like, I'm not going to just willy-nilly do it. I got to love them. And, dude, when I first put on your album, I mean, your voice, like, it's almost like um, you can't not finish your album. I'm a vinyl junkie, and I always listen to a record from start to finish. I don't care. I have to do it. It's almost like an OCD thing. But even if I wasn't like that, when I first heard your voice, I was like, shit, I got to actually listen to this whole damn thing because your voice is kind of engaging in that way it's very emotional uh, is that intentional why why does it come off wow. that way that means so much i can't believe that like i don't know i've like always written from like the point of like not song by song but pretty much like writing an album in full at a time or a release in full that's like so cool that you listen to it front to back have but, to like yeah that's wild no i like I don't know. It's just a part of like mix of probably everything that I've ever listened to, just in a blender of like what I like about certain sounds and like like what I try to meet with like just the lines that I'm singing with like how I want to like present them with like whatever attitude. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. For sure, I, I like definitely put a lot of emotion into it, but I don't know. Is it is it tough to keep up with that? Like, for example, like we were, we alluded to at the very beginning of the episode, you just finished up a, a string of shows in March and a few here in April. It, dude, it's powerful. I mean, is it, is it hard to keep that up on, on tour? That rawness? Um, not particularly. I mean, when I first started out, like for sure, I would have to like, like get a tea, like before every show, because like, I feel like I'm about to blow out my voice, but like. <laughs> Now I'm at the point where I just, like, I don't know. I just, like, kind of belt it out and just flow completely. Yeah. Like, Is there a switch? And, like, do you – is there a switch you turn on, like, before you you get on stage? Uh, music, regardless of the approach, is always – you know, it has some emotion involved, or it should, right? Um, but with you, it's it's evident that, that that exists. Is there a switch you have to flick to to get into that mode? For sure. I feel like it's almost like another plane of like dreaming. It's like kind of like whatever point I'm at in my life. Like it's like, all right, like time to like empty all your coins into this like pot and like see like where you're at. And like I just like kind of give it everything that I've got at that moment. And then like afterwards, it's like, okay, time to resume. (laughs) I woke up. Hey, that's a that's a hell of a way to explain it. Um, and it it's kind of eerie that you explain it that way because when when I hear the music, it you can definitely tell that you're going to a different place. Um, I was as I was driving in my car today, actually, Johnny, I was playing some of your tunes. Uh, I immerse myself in the artist for days before um they come onto the show. 
and I'm I'm not that great of a singer, um, but I was trying my best to 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 <laughs> belt out your lyrics in my car this morning. If this was like, what is that thing um, with James Corden? I think like carpool karaoke, or if I was doing carpool karaoke to your music, it would never make the air. It would have been ter- I would have been terrible. So. Um, <laughs> it's it's very impressive um the the emotion you put behind what you're doing um so johnny before we move away from some of this tour talk and me telling the listeners that i don't have a great singing voice hopefully i have a good talking voice um what's been the best memories so far this year when it comes to like playing live shows or touring is there anything that stands out um Absolutely. I mean, every tour has been important in their own ways, but most recently, this run with Normal State was, like, really important because, like, we've been, like, talking for years about, like, doing shows together. And, like, I don't know. We, like, kind of grew up together. Oh, okay. We played shows. So you know them so as, like, like, a personal friend? Yeah, absolutely. They're, like, my best friend for sure. That's always uh, that's always fun when you can tour around with people that you know and uh, share a different kind of friendship with beyond just the music. Because um, touring can get a little close at times, um, and and definitely trying. Uh, was there any city that you particularly enjoyed playing in the most, either in these most recent dates or just in general? Is there a place you really like to go outside of like your home base? that you dig a lot uh definitely like a lot of locations but like generally like new jersey has been like always like a really cool place to be any particular reason I don't know. why i don't know i just like the, the groups of people that i've been like surrounded with have all been like really kind and like inviting and it's always been like i don't know really enjoyable i just played in like manasquan but it was, I don't know, I have really good friends in Cherry Hill and, like, yeah. people in Fleming, New Jersey, too. You ever been over here to Pittsburgh before? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, the first, like, place I ever toured was actually in Pittsburgh, or Uh-oh. more specifically Beaver uh, Beaver Falls. So, speaking of being in Pittsburgh, um, I'm now in this last string of dates that you've done here in 2017, to my knowledge, you weren't in my neck of the woods here in Pittsburgh. So for my own curiosity and for anybody else listening, who's hoping to see you live uh, and in person, what kind of touring plans do you have coming up now for the summer and the rest of the year? I, I do, I do recall seeing like a, a Facebook and Twitter post with some June dates. If I'm correct, can you talk to me about what touring plans you have coming up? Yeah, I'm doing that with glass. half empty. They're like, really cool. I met them when I played in Taunton, Massachusetts, which is a really great show at the All About Records. And they're really cool people and invited me to come play shows with them. Awesome. Without like doing any yeah, it was like really nice. And then uh I've got some plans too for shows um in uh July and also August. Oh, okay. You're gonna have a busy and, and summer. One, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to be working. It's going to be great. <laughs> now, <laughs> is Jed going to be coming with you? Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm trying to, like, 
for the first time like musician on these June dates with Judd. Yeah, I I I have a written question actually about the synth. <laughs> I was very curious because I dabble in it and this isn't me saying, Hey yo dude, if you need me to come along to play, here I am. This is um this is me wondering what's going on. So uh what are you trying to incorporate um with the synth? What's the goal? Yeah, I like I've been like writing and experimenting in a lot of different ways and I just thought a synth, which is like really cool and important because like I've like not had money to do anything for a long time. My cur- and, um, but here's here's where it gets interesting for me though, Johnny, is from what I understand from listening to your album, which we're gonna talk about. This is the next segment, the 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 debut full length. So we'll get there. But from what I understand from listening to it a few times from start to finish, um, wh- where is the synth gonna come into to these songs? Or are there newer songs that you're playing? Um, what kind of synth sounds are we hearing? Oh, I'm not like doing anything but like auxiliary like elements with the synth. Really, it's okay. gonna be like a like sort of like a loop because there's like a lot of songs that have like drone tones and like there's like a, a section of the synth that has like a really nice piano tone. Yeah. For songs like like on a paper trail, and um, I don't know. So do it's you like, think do you think of, it'll be a different experience? For fans? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely strive to, like, like treat each, like, string of performances, like, I don't know, their own different experiences for people that have, like, ever wanted to see me again, I guess. Awesome. So, Johnny, let's move on then to a, a topic that we've been kind of touching on here, alluding to for a couple minutes. On February 3rd of this year, 2017, you released your debut full-length album, The Same View with a New Light. So congratulations. As I, I've told you, I've been jamming it. It's really incredible. For the listeners, if you haven't listened to the entire album, because I'm going to assume that you've at least listened to one song by now, um, listen to the whole thing start to finish. You won't regret it. How, how does it feel for it to finally be out there for your fans to digest. It's been a couple months since it's dropped. Talk to me about what it's been like now. It's been really great. I've like, I don't know, always been so excited when like anyone like is listening to it at any point of the day. Um, but it's wild. I like listened to it like so many times before it was ever released to like the point where I like doubted that it was even good by the time it was released. <laughs> it's so interesting that you say that because, um, again, knowing from being a, a musician myself and then from talking to the amazing bands that I have the opportunity to meet here on Spinning Thoughts, there's so much work and time and effort that goes into creating an, a full length. And not, not a lot of bands are doing full lengths. I mean, they still are, but there's a, a, the EP single bass culture we live in is super popular. So the amount of work that goes into a full length is quite astronomical for it to finally get out there for people to listen to purchase, digest, man, does it take some time? I mean, it's got to feel good to let all that out. What, what does it feel like to like, how long had you been working on the same view with a new light? And just talk to me about, you know, your, where you're at in terms of like, how proud you are or just what you're feeling about the album now. 
I'm like super proud of it. I'm at the point where like I'll listen to it like like every now and then and like I'll be like, wow, just like it's pretty cool. Like, I don't know. It's definitely like a dream come true, but it's like at the same time, like I don't know, inspiration to like do better the next time. Or at least like create something at least that I like must like enjoy like so thoroughly that it's like my favorite album of all time absolutely like feel like yeah it's like really cool for like the time period that it was like constructed and all but it's like wow i'm like a totally different person in a lot of ways and like i can't wait to convey that break down the overall feeling or atmosphere of the album what were you going for and what was your approach is what was there any intentional endeavors in this album uh yeah it's for sure like i don't know a conceptual piece in a lot of ways um i like it like again it was just like a, a huge blender of all my influences like and also like like good and bad influences like kind of like put out there and like it's like a vulnerable thing in a lot of ways, but like, I don't know. It's like really cool to like encapsulate it, I guess. Like I'm not like ashamed or anything that I've like done. You mentioned it's a vulnerable album. Essentially you say that there's good and bad, like emotions or influences um, behind the album. Can you, can you say more specifically maybe a good and a bad um, inspiration behind this album? Are there any? Um, yeah. I mean, the album's not like, I don't know, a happy album, I guess. It's like definitely a lot of those songs were written in like a lot of times where I was like really confused and like, like sort of like, in this like quest to like escape like the bad brainwash that has been influenced on me all my life. Break that down a little bit more for me. If I'm, I, I don't want to be too nosy here, Johnny, but you're an interesting guy with some really amazing music. Uh, you're, you're saying that there's like this brainwashing, uh, basically what's been like, what are you referencing? I mean, is there something in particular this album's touching on or, or anything like that? Um, it's just like sort of like you know growing up you realize that like everything is like not as like awesome as it seemed and like i don't know that's a lot of things where i'm just like i don't know looking at people that are like around me and like relating my life to them in like a way where like i feel like i'm like like worse off than i could be if i had done like anything differently just basically like looking at all the dimensions and like seeing past does it give you some sort of um like clarification or solidification like having this album out there i mean you're signed to equal vision records this album is really 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 fucking good dude like i don't say that i don't i don't need to say it um so does it does it provide you any kind of like solidification that this is out there does that help you with some of those things you're talking about yeah no my my life is like i don't know it's it's great i'm like 
not denying that I'm not like living like such a cool dream that I've had. Like Equal Vision is like super sweet and like I don't know, getting to play shows like like on my own terms and getting to like book them myself has been like really cool. And I don't know, I'm at a point where like I'm just rebuilding and like one point in the future like it's about to be all good when I have like I don't know a car <laughs> <laughs> there's still a lot to to accomplish this is really the the beginning um because from from what i understand johnny again correct me if i'm wrong uh this this was the first full length and i think you only have one other release beyond this correct is it i'm assuming an ep yeah no for sure as far as equal vision releases at least i've like re- released like a, a ton of things like just like recorded myself before right right but like officially dropping out there for the public to consume. This is this for is sure. the beginning of it all, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> now, um, what track off of the debut full-length album means the most to you? There's got to be one that, that for you personally means the most. Uh, it would have to be... Oh, wow. That's hard. There's definitely, like, it, it depends. I feel like there's sort of, like, a shift in the album, and, and it's, like, my favorite part. And it's, like, when track four just, like, cuts into Dead Things. I, like, really like Dead Things, not as, like, I feel like that's, like, one of, like, very few songs that if I heard that I didn't write, I'd probably enjoy. Absolutely. Um, It's... It, it's funny you say dead things because, you know, before I talk to you, you know, I I don't give away secrets. You don't give away secrets to me. I mean, what we're doing here is super organic. Um, and uh, for those who paid attention on the socials, um, dead things was the track in the uh, episode 46 preview video, which dropped um, as people were listening to this yesterday. Um, now, on the same token, we're going to be playing here in one minute. Um, maybe two minutes, don't quote me, but we're going to be playing Dead Things in its entirety because it is my favorite track off of the album. So it's funny that you mention Dead Things. Um, I want to talk more about that track after we play it for the listener. Um, so before you talk more about that, um, what I want to know is where does the band's sound evolve from here? You have a full length that just dropped. You're doing some touring. You, you've you got to always be, at least from what I understand, you've got to always be looking to the future for new music as a band. Where do you see the direction of Water Me Down going now? It's honestly, like, been really sweet. I've been, like, writing songs that have just, like, been, like, my favorite songs I've ever written. And I have, like, so many ideas in my head that I can't wait to, like, put them on pen and paper i mean like at least record as like a demo just because like i don't know it's been really cool um still gonna be like i don't know it's gonna be like such a different feel i want to like knock people on their feet like with like not expecting it at least i don't know i'm excited to uh to see what's to come because uh like i had mentioned it you know when we started talking about this debut full length, the same view with a new light, um, it's really fucking good. And you've got to listen to it start to finish. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. You deserve it, actually. 
um, listener, you deserve it. You deserve to sit the fuck down and block out like what less than an hour of your day to just enjoy some really good music that has some real meaning behind it. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a track from the debut full length album, The Same View with a New Light from Water Me Down. This is Dead Things. Enjoy. Casual conversation over how we should prepare the pig or consumption begs the question So that was Dead Things by Water Me Down. As I had mentioned before we played it, it is my favorite track from the album. So I love jamming out to the songs that really, um, you know, hit home for me. Um, So before we move on, Johnny, um, and and this was Dead Things from the debut full-length album, The Same View with a New Light. Um, As I was prepping for this interview, I ran across a post. And, and unfortunately, I can't remember where. I don't know if it was Twitter or Facebook. And I was actually desperately looking for it before I called you because I wanted to give this person credit. Um, but I couldn't find it again. Uh, there was a dude who said that this song helped him essentially go vegetarian. Um, that, um, that it really made – he stated in this post, and maybe you remember this post, Johnny. Um, he stated that it actually made like a really big impact in his life, and he thanked you for that. So was that the intention with this song um, to make that kind of impact? Talk to us about the message behind dead things. And are you a vegetarian? Um, I'm like vegan. Okay. So, so it's yeah. very much 
important to you. Not that vegetarian doesn't mean it's not important to them, but I mean, you're, you're really going all the way. No, for sure. Everyone should do it. <laughs> Can you, and, and, and I'm very interested because I've actually been vegetarian for about a year now. Um, and, and I don't talk about it much. And, and this, this isn't going to be my platform to talk about my reasons behind my decision. Um, but clearly Johnny, it's important to you. Um, you wrote a song essentially about it. I can hear it when you talk about it. Talk to me about your decision to go vegan. Why is that? Why have you made that decision? Why should others consider it? Um, and maybe even while we're on the topic, if you're into it or not, can you mention like a couple tips or places to go for people to educate themselves? Cause I almost feel like the education is intimidating for people to get there. Can you, can you elaborate? Yeah. Um, for sure. Uh, I don't know. It was like a gradual process for sure. I like, you know, stopped eating meat before I ever stopped eating like cheese and, and stuff. But, I like highly encourage that everyone just like, like, just like closes their eyes and thinks about it for a little bit. Or like, because it's like a sanctuary. Or like, just spends time, spends time in nature, and like realize how like beautiful the world can be. And like, then like take a step back and like open your eyes and then like look at the big picture, and see like what's going on in the world and like how you can like actually like affect and change the world. And then like. I don't know, just become passionate naturally. Was there any particular, was there any particular, um, like moment in time or memory that really got you defined on this idea? Yeah, for sure. I mean, ignorance like like kind of like fell through like the more I did things consciously knowing that I was wrong so like informing myself was like really good but I guess in like a silly manner it, it took like becoming like futuredly sick eating me yeah like to like realize that it's like not good for me and then it took like feeling completely grossed out at the idea to like make the switch to like vegan because like I don't know I feel like if you're vegetarian I hope your goal is to like become vegan for sure now why why do you lean toward that belief I I as a vegetarian would like to know to assist me in my endeavor um, why is it important be, like for example let me let me and i don't want to spend too much time on this but you gotta understand i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of on the same journey as you so i'm curious for my yeah. own personal reasons so a lot That's of people awesome. <laughs> a lot of people will ask me if i will eat eggs now they ask me if i'll eat eggs as a vegetarian um and i'm not a big fan of eggs in general um i the the idea of an egg kind of does freak me out when i think about it but um, the reason that I give people just off the cuff, cause I get it asked, I get asked it a lot is an egg that a, a human being eats is an unfertilized egg. It was never going to become a living chicken or any, it was never going to become anything. It's a chicken will produce eggs regardless. It has to be fertilized for it to turn into a chicken. So 
that's kind of like what I say. Um, and again, I'm still on this journey, Johnny. So you got to give me some patience here on it. But why do you believe like with that idea of thinking it was never going to live? It was never going to be anything. Um, why do you why should somebody stay away from that? Why do you or why do you? Um, it's uh, a lot more of like a uh, lack of communication in like consensual matter for sure. I don't know. It's for me. It's like the idea that like. I don't know. Did you ask those chickens if you could have the babies? Like, I don't know. In a lot of ways, it's like taking like something that like isn't necessary. I mean, I yeah. understand that like a lot of people like actually can't be vegan like for a lot of reasons, and I like understand like the art of survival. Right. But right. For me, at least in my life, like living in like convenience store corporate America. I'm like easily able to sustain being vegan. But um yep. as far as like everything else goes, I definitely like think it's it's more of a matter of like how you view it and what your goals are as opposed to how you feel about just like labeling in general. Um I think what you're saying is actually very interesting and at some point I would love to have a conversation maybe with you because I feel like we're on a, on the same page. I don't want it to be now, uh, but I would like to talk more about my position and belief on this whole topic because I, I do lean towards you with it, but I think that we would have an interesting conversation um, about that, about the dynamic. We'll have to, we'll have to pencil something in for the future. Okay. Sound good? Okay, yeah, that's cool. Hell yeah. All right, dude. So let, we got to move on here. There's a few more things we got to touch on before uh, we break. So toward the end of 2016, I think it was in November, uh, you released a music video for Locks and Blinds, correct? Yeah. You broke a lot of shit in this video. It was awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite item to break? Oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> it kind of like freaked me out in a lot of ways when I was like using the axe, but like, yeah. but like, I don't remember what was like, they were all like really natural, like random sporadic things that weren't planned really. But it was, it would probably be the lamp. The lamp was pretty interesting. <laughs> I like that one too. Um, even though I was like super ugly at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, as I was watching the music video and I saw all the shit getting broken um, and at one point, like this, um, this shelving unit fell. I, I think there was actually like a guitar pedal on there as well, too, um, that I saw falling with the shelving. It, it maybe, you know what I'm talking about, or maybe you don't, but I was wondering, like, um, were you worried about anything getting broken that shouldn't be broken? Like that guitar pedal, I was worried for it. <laughs> oh no, that was like a plot item to break. It was planned. <laughs> at least they, they asked me to like bring things that I wanted to break. <laughs> So that guitar pedal had it coming, huh? Um, I don't know. It just was kind of a thing where I like, like dug through everything I owned, and that was one of the things that I just didn't care to keep. There we go. Uh, talk to us about the idea behind the video. Um, a lot of it was like thought up by the director. It was a lot of what their interpretation of the song was. But at the same time, when I got there, I mean, they had, like, built this entire, like, set to destroy it. And that was, like, immaculate and, like, <laughs> unbelievable that that happened just for the video. 
Yeah. And I don't know. It turned out to be something really cool. Like it was like a really funny, like just like random experience that like who would have thought would happen in my life. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Now, do you have plans for other music videos for tracks from the same view with a new light? Oh yeah, for sure. Can you tell uh, us anything we, about that? And, yeah, me and Jed have this like awesome idea to like program uh like uh like guitar hero to like program out a song and like have the video where like me and him are playing the song that we like programmed. He'll be like on drums, it'll be like a guitar hero. Wait, wait, and, wait. Like, You're saying that like one of your songs will be programmed like a rock band guitar hero and and part of the video is well, gonna yeah, be you two jamming out to that? Yeah, it's not going to be like, I don't know, I'm, I, I, I probably would have to go through a legal thing to do it, <laughs> but I was just like, it's just like, that's the dream right now. That's what I'm looking forward to. That is awesome, dude. I would break out my Guitar Hero or Rock Band or whatever the hell affiliate. I would totally break mine out to jam out one of your songs since I failed at the singing portion in my car earlier today. Um, wow. What was the most difficult or trying process of creating this video? Um, I don't, maybe, oh, when I got back, I like hit my head on my, uh, on my, uh, car trunk door. Cause it doesn't like stay up. It like kind of falls down and you like forget that it'll fall on you so like i like left a scar in my head and that hurt really bad oh yeah but brian yeah brian patched me up and it was okay <laughs> now um at the end of the video you were you seemed to be running away from something or someone what was it um i guess in the conceptual idea of the video it's about escaping, like, and, like, just moving forward, I guess. Like, I don't know. That was, like, such, like, a different shot from everything else. But it, it, I it guess was. It was, like, sort of just, like, leaving. And maybe, like, the fading out was, like, a, oh, to be continued. Because, like, some, in some way, like, the video that I did before that, like, kind of, like, posed as, like, a really cool like kind of like connected piece to this one too it, it kind of like if you watch locks and blinds and then like go to the video before that i have this idea where like that's like me in the woods i had like gotten younger and like dressed differently but for, like, the, for the listener johnny tell them what video you're referencing the one before it oh uh, it's a song called serenity there you it's go. on the EP, the Equal Vision, the Equal Vision did. There you go. So if you haven't seen Serenity, the uh, the music video for Serenity, definitely check it out. And uh, the music video for Locks and Blinds. Um, here's the final question that I've got for you in, in this uh, segment. And then I have one other quick little segment before we got to sign off. Um, we've talked about like really three major things, major components uh, in, in being a musician, being a band. Um, so what's the most enjoyable process for you? Is it writing, recording material? Is it playing live and, you know, touring? 
or is it creating and filming music videos? Those are the three, writing, recording, playing live and touring, or creating and filming music videos. Where where do you really see like yourself the most or enjoy being in the most? Performing live, absolutely, hands down. That's just like, I don't know, it's, it's not limited in any way. It's like due to like, I don't know, my self-doubt. Like, I don't think I'm very good at like the recording process and like I like dread like having to like film myself. So music videos are like a nightmare. So <laughs> playing, playing live is like definitely... Yes. That's kind of like the reward for everything else, huh? For sure. That, everything <laughs> else is just promotion. Like for me to go play shows and you you come watch. Dude, I I seriously appreciate that. Uh the co-host who is MIA, legit MIA today. Um Brandon, um he would agree I don't disagree with you, but he would agree with you about the uh live performance being like the pinnacle for him. I I do love performing live. It's so unique, and and not a lot of people get to do that. A lot of people can sit down and try to write and record music, but to have an avenue to go and play it in front of people, not everybody gets that chance. Um, it's a special thing. I do enjoy the writing recording process. I just love to um, see it all kind of come together and and being an idea that's in my head for others to hear. But I guess you get that when you play it live too. So I feels you on that. Uh, Johnny, you've been a great friend and, uh, basically my co-host, uh, for this episode since Brandon's, uh, you know, a piece of shit here. Um, but what, what we're going to do is, uh, one last segment and it's called satisfy your Spotify. Um, I love talking music. Go goddamn figure. I have a, a show called spinning thoughts. Um, so I love to talk to the band or artist that I'm talking to about music that they like to jam to. You create music, I'm going to assume you consume it. Uh, I'm going to assume you consume it. Um, tell us a couple bands you're jamming to right now or that you'd recommend for others to listen to. What are you jamming to? I have been jamming a band called The Thermals. The recently. Thermals. I'm, I am not familiar. Yeah. They're really awesome. I don't, I haven't like really done research enough. They're like good people, and I feel bad for that. But like, I really have enjoyed They have an album called The Body, The Blood, The Machine, and it's like super awesome to listen to front to back. And uh, there's also a band called Warehouse. They're like from, I think, I believe Atlanta. And like, they're like literally like new album called Super Low has been like my like go to for like the longest time. So we've got and, the, uh, the Thermals. What was the other band? Warehouse. Warehouse. There we go. Okay. And then did you have another? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could go forever. So you <laughs> need to stop me. But... Let's do one more, and then I'll stop you. Uh, you should listen to a band called Arizona Landmine. They're from uh, Iowa, and they're like, they released an EP in like, wow it's still like one of the best things that i'll never get sick of it's interesting you you name three bands that i've personally never heard of and i love that um you can't imagine the amount of music johnny that i listen to in a day 
for my own personal reasons, um, just as a fan of music, but I listen to a shit ton of music like for for this show, like to figure out who I really want to have on here. And so to name three that I don't know, I'm not saying that I'm an encyclopedia. I'm saying that it's awesome that I get to find three new bands to jam out. And I would encourage everybody else who's listening right now to do the same. But you can't do that until you listen to the same view with a new light from Water Me Down in its entirety from start to finish. You have to do that first. Right, Johnny? Yeah, I'd suggest it if you're going to like it. I feel. Um, now, brother, I've really enjoyed this conversation. And kind of like you could just keep going naming bands to jam to. I could just keep going and asking you questions. I could keep this going for a long time. But I'm sure you got other shit to do. So before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to add or say to your fans? Um, thanks y'all for listening. If you listen to this, that's so awesome. Give me purpose every day. I love y'all. Take care. Ah, damn. I, I, I don't know if I can beat that. Um, I got to quit asking people to give like their, their last thoughts because now I, I can't beat it. So, um, <laughs> look, dude, I really, really appreciate, um, the insight you provided today. You seem like a guy um, that that does things with intention and with purpose. A- at least, I'm not going to act like I know you. I hope I get to know you more, Johnny, but from the music, that's the impression I get. So I really appreciate you being part of the family here on Spinning Thoughts and, and sharing some of that insight. Yeah, thanks for taking interest. This has been really enjoyable. Once again, I want to thank Johnny from Water Me Down for being with me here on Spinning Thoughts. Make sure you check out the debut full-length album, The Same View with a New Light. It is out now and available everywhere. While you're checking out Water Me Down, make sure you're checking us out at Spin Thoughts on Twitter. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud, Instagram. The show is free on iTunes, Google Play, and basically everywhere else. We have a new website, and it is thespinningthoughts.com. I'm going to say it again. It's thespinningthoughts.com, a brand new website. We're going through some changes here on the socials, rebranding a little bit, people. It's all good news, and we're going to drop the good news soon. Just be patient. There's a few things we've got to finalize, but it's a coming. So, everybody, thank you for being with me here on Spinning Thoughts. I love you all so much. And until next time, share music. Spread love. I don't recommend this quest for awareness. This planet is poisoned. Yeah, it's probably best to ignore it. By best, I mean painless. By Painless, I mean less painful There's always a little discomfort When everyone you meet is boasting on a shame to be elite Though I notice the glow of your ego